0: So another episode of, of course, the Arsenio Buck Perspective, man. So great to have you guys back. The podcast is doing very, very well. And man, I am hitting off with a lot of good stuff. And I have been very lately. So what we're going to talk about is how large your circle is, guys. Circle of influence and circle of concern. I haven't talked about this in about four years. I still remember because the first time I saw Tim Ferriss in an interview, was on Tom Bilyeu's. I think it was at the very beginning stages called, I think it was Impact Theory. It wasn't Insight Quest at that time. I don't believe. This was between 2016 and 2017 when Tim Ferriss and everything was really big. So I remember I came around to this, you know, circle of influence, circle of concern. Uh, you know, Stephen Covey, obviously, uh, not hearing it exactly from Tim Ferriss, but it was more Stephen Covey, but it was at the same time that I was reading both books. And what was it? Um... The four hour work week, that's right. And I remember I used to write blogs about that. That had to be very early 2017 or late 2016. And I remember because that was the beginning of my real, real personal development journey and not just victim, victim, victim. So what we have to do here is understand first Sonia Freeman's quote. She said, you have control over three things. What you think, what you say, and how you behave. To make a change in your life, you must recognize these gifts. And recognize that they are the most powerful tools you possess in shaping the form of your life. See, the problems, the challenges, the opportunities, everything we face on a routine basis, guys, is in two areas. Circle of concern, circle of influence. We each have a wide range of concerns. We're talking about our health, look at COVID. Our children, trying to protect them from COVID. Uh, Problems at work, having my job get you know shut down, and me looking for other opportunities in terms of work. The national debt, who really gives a fuck? It doesn't relate to us. Terrorism in the world, depending on what country you're in, I really don't give a damn about that here in Bangkok. The weather, hey, you know, other than pollution, I got myself a smart air so it can help back me up. But to be honest with you, I haven't been turning on my air much at all, only during the uh, the evening. So. In saying that, I hurry up and neutralize these different types of concerns. So looking at this list, okay, it becomes apparent. There are some things over which we have no control. We have no control over the weather. If a hurricane in a Category 5, a Cat 5, is barreling down on New Orleans, and the National Guard says, please get the hell out, I suggest you get the hell out. But because people didn't get the hell out, that resulted in the deaths of more than 2,000 Americans because of ignorance. You see what I mean? Like, we can't predict mudslides. We can't predict avalanches. But we can predict something that's actually coming our way, right? So we have control over that situation. But other than blizzards and rain and Thailand is very notorious for the floods, I have no control over that shit. I have no control over traffic jams. I'm not gonna sit here and complain about traffic, 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 although I used to do that heavily about two years ago until finally they made all these trains and now it's very easy for me to get to and from anywhere. So what I'm trying to do and establish here is that proactive people such as you now focus your efforts on the circle of influence, things that you can do something about to help children and problems at work. Uh, You know, just today recently, it was announced that a British uh, guy who had come here to Thailand last December, which is extremely risky at the age of 73, having uh, thyroiditis, uh, which is inflammation of the thyroid, lung cancer, and diabetes, now he's dead. He died from complications of COVID, obviously pneumonia. And again, is there something that we can learn from that? He doesn't need our pity. He doesn't need my pity. He doesn't know me but what can I learn from that? Health is everything, no health, no life. You know, when you get lung cancer, again, you could be a heavy smoker. You could have been in a very polluted environment such as what's happening here in Thailand today. There's a number of different things, that, and, uh, factors, your eating habits. Guys, I've, I've committed to 100 push-ups a day for 30 days. And guess what's gonna happen after that? I'm gonna say, come on, let's go 60, let's go 90, let's go 365. See what I mean? I'm committed to my health. Regardless of the sorry, I'm not going to wait and sit for the government to say, okay, we're going to open. We're going to open gyms now. Fuck you. I'm not putting my life on hold because your dumb ass wanted to close gyms. Fuck you. I'm taking control of my life. See, that's 100% accountability. Look at your children. You know, uh, me, I don't have children, you know, but Again, looking at them when they wake up in the morning, possibly going to school where there could be COVID cases and this and that, or maybe they're doing virtual learning and they're not getting the maximum effect and all those things. I understand that. I completely understand that. But again, it's something you can do. It's something you can do something about, especially problems at work. Focus on your influence. See, reactive people, they focus their efforts on the circle of concern, right? I have, I can't do anything about Trump. I can't do anything about what happened in America a couple of weeks ago. I can't do anything about racism. I can't do anything about changing Thai women's mind about brown and colored men. I can't do anything about the Black people's perception in Japan, Korea, and China. can't do anything about the ignorance. I can't do anything about Netflix creating a French film depicting the main character as a Black stealer you know, and then that ended up being number one here in Thailand, which is going to further, you know, uh, hinder the success of, you know, us recreating our image. I can't do anything about that. Fuck it all. Fuck every last little bit of it. You see what I mean? Like, uh, fuck a Democrat. Fuck a Republican. Fuck all that bullshit. Are you a good person? And what is the legacy you are leaving on this planet? How are you helping your fellow country men? There you go. That's, that's it right there. And if you, again, like you have no control over any of those bullshit ass events. Again, let's look at this, national debt, terrorism, anything, gaining an awareness of in which we expend, our energy is a giant step in developing proactivity. So during this week, what I want you to do, I want you to write down the challenges and problems you possibly and potentially face. Which area does each fall within and what is your, uh, your immediate response? So we have challenge and problem, area, response. Let me break this down for you. Challenge, problem, traffic jam on the way home, area, circle of concern, response, anger and swearing. Does it make any sense? Nope, you're being very reactive to the situation. Rather than making it a university on wheels, can you take another route? Is there a time, can you do a little bit working from home? Can you take public transportation instead of driving? Is there available public transportation in your area? Do you always have to, again, I'll repeat myself, go down that route every single day? There it is. Okay, let me give you one from my personal life that I used to endure, you know, every time I went to work about five years ago. It was uh, dirty looks. Okay, so let me write that in. That's a challenge. Dirty looks. Now, again, this is in a very uh, 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 poverty-filled, plagued, infested area by the name of Patumtani, although it has one of the best universities in uh, Thailand and it has very, very posh individuals and universities, this is still an extremely poor area with extremely poor mindsets, mindsets, such as people who live in Guangzhou and their mindsets towards black people, right? Now, I can't do shit about that, but I remember I would always look up, look down, look away from people, never make eye contact. And every time I got off that bus, even if I were to get on the bus, ignore everybody. Get off the bus, walk over the pedestrian bridge. You would see university students walking in in my opposite direction. They would quickly look at me and the girl would hurry up, look me up and down in a bad way. I got no control over the ignorance of these scum. Hey, they choose. They choose that life. It's me. Me accepting that look. I remember there was a lady giving me a very disgusting look. I looked right in her eyes and I said, fuck you. Now, that, that that was pretty bad, right? pretty bad. I mean, it felt pretty good at the time, but what? That was more disempowering for me and hurt me more than it hurt that bitch. She probably didn't even know what I was saying. Well, actually I did say it in Thai, but still I felt like at that specific moment that needed to be said. I would, you know, go up the elevators to uh, avoid people and avoid walking by people and being near people in general. I did whatever I could to stay Oh, I remember going up the elevator into this little shopping area. Then I would go through like these uh, utility oh, wow. hallways, right? All the way to stretch from one side of the mall, all the way over to the other, not looking at a soul and quickly hurrying up and entering uh, my language center. It's crazy, huh? That's a pretty sad way to live. And guess what? That's the area circle of concern. My response, anxious, anxiety, anger, disgust. All these negative things, and you know, finally, obviously, like last year, I had to overcome all that because it was very, very subcon. It was very subconscious, people. It was very deep rooted. The only thing I could have done was by going in the roots and overcoming it. And so, look at it from this way, okay? Keep in mind and write down all your circle and concern and whatnot. We're gonna be getting into these influences and the questions coming up very shortly. But what we have is a circle on a blank sheet of paper. And then there's a micro circle circle in the middle. See, that influence is within us. That's what we can control. The circle of concern is what engulfs it around. We can't control shit that's on the outside of us. We can only control what and how we react to situations. That's all there is to it. So what can we do in terms of how we can begin to change our response when we meet a challenge more effectively. And this is one of the most critical aspects, which is gonna go into the next podcast in regards to taking initiative. But to sum this up, people, my circle of influence, okay, it could be a little bit of lack of discipline. Okay, Arsenio, so you lack discipline. It's kind of like me break it down like a bad habit such as like sitting on my bed while I'm doing some writing, the next thing you know, just going off and getting distracted by, it could be stupid websites or my phone or whatever it may be, and then me not getting a goddamn thing done, although I woke up and really believed that I was gonna get a whole bunch done, see what I mean? Although yes, I did make a couple of podcasts in the morning and I did a big, big write up, but other than that, it's been nothing, lackadaisical to say that at the very least. But that's all influence right? I could change that very easily. Okay, no more sitting on your bed. How about you put the table outside and you sit in front of the screen outside? That's going to do a hell of a lot more because you're not going to want to get up from the chair. And you're going to continue firing off on those podcasts, such as what I'm doing right now. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. Another another way of circle of concern. I love it. I love it. My job shut down. Okay, circle of concern. Well, the thing is, that's kind of influencing concern because I'm not going to be getting any salary from that place. Oh, as a matter of fact, I do have just one online student. I might get, oh my God, we're talking 50 to $60, just pocket money, pocket change, right? That'll last me probably five days out here in Thailand, okay? Which isn't actually too bad, but still. And so, all right, what can I do about it? So instead of that circle of concern, okay, COVID, okay, pollution, okay, job shutdown, this, that, nope, job shutdown. Okay, now what can I do personally to change this narrative? Okay, let's be proactive. Get in touch with about seven different people, okay? Not many people came back. The Brazilian girl came back to me. She's like, hey, I don't need TOEFL anymore. Okay, that's fine. That means someone else is trying to emerge. Okay, let me post some more videos. Let me do some more social media marketing. Let me continue piling on it. And this is exactly what I do on a routine basis, people. You know, there are just too many of us Who just let our circumstances, just let it, let them be rather than changing them. That influence, the thing you could change, you can change it. And don't always say, oh, well, this, I can't, I can't change this. Yes, you can. I'm in a shitty relationship. You can change it. That's your influence. That's not your concern. You're waking up. Oh, my children aren't speaking to me. You can change that. Stop probing. Start listening. Learn to, uh, going back into this book, you gotta pick it up, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Put that in, type free PDF on Google, read this goddamn bitch from top to bottom, you good to go. Guys, it's always about development. You gotta come up with a plan of development. You guys heard that podcast last weekend. This is the only way you're going to start beating on your craft. So I'm saying that, guys. Time for taking initiative. That's going to be the next podcast. And stay tuned for more. Over and out.